Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Carrying Connected Conversations. This is Sydney, and today's episode is going to be all about Ange and her expertise as a fitness instructor, nutrition guide, self-love embodiment coach. There's just so many things that Ange is an expert at. uh, And it really is about loving your body and taking care of your body and everything that's kind of combined in that. And today's episode specifically, Ange is wanting to share uh, some of her journey of what brought her to being an expert in her area of expertise. So I'm really excited to jump into this topic so we can hear the story behind why Ange became a fitness coach and wants to help women love their bodies and feel good in their bodies. Welcome to Carrying Connected Conversations. I'm Sydney, a spiritual mentor who guides and supports you to live in alignment by finding and owning your power. I'm Angie, a fitness and life coach, teaching you to love yourself unconditionally by staying accountable to your goals in fitness, food, life, and love. Sid and I are real-life BFFs and biz partners. Our deepest desire is to see you succeed in life by being willing and vulnerable to step out of your comfort zone. We're constantly learning from each other while also providing support through every breakdown and every breakthrough. Not every conversation is easy. It's the difficult ones that lead you to create deeper connections in your life. We want to inspire and empower you to love your life. So get ready for conversations filled with laughter, tears, and everything in between. Let's get connecting. Let me introduce my co-host. And how are you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. I'm doing so well. I am so excited to be chatting about this topic because it really is all about my experience into where where I am now and how I also help women based off of everything that I've learned, but also again, experienced through. So woohoo. Beautiful. I love this so much. So we're going to just jump right in. I've got a few questions that I have for you, like I always do. Um, but really from this, I, I want to just understand, yeah, your story and what brought you to um, becoming a fitness coach and and wanting to help other women. So my first question for you is, If you experienced a breakdown moment in your fitness journey, and I think we all experience breakdown moments in a lot of different areas. So if you did in your fitness journey, what were you doing physically that got you into that breakdown moment and how did it affect you? Totally. Now, I just want some clarification. I think mainly for our listeners, what you mean by breakdown in my fitness journey. Yeah. So breakdown, I think is maybe kind of the moment where everything kind of falls on top of you and you feel like you're in the quicksand of life. Like it's the moment for me, a breakdown is like when I'm crying and I'm like laying on the floor and I wish that life was different. (laughs) So like an emotional breakdown, a mental breakdown, a physical breakdown of like complete exhaustion. Like what did that look like for you in your fitness journey? And yeah, you know, what were you doing or kind of explain the story around what got you there or what it looked like. Totally. Okay. I'm glad I asked that. Cause I, it's weird that I'm going to say this, but I have two breakdown moments and funny enough, they all relate to each other. So I'll chat about the first one, the first, my first breakdown moment. That's really like what got me into fitness in the first place is after high school, 
that's when all extracurricular activities stop. You kind of stop hanging around with your sports friends. Like, you know, I, I just got into that phase where if I needed fitness in my life, I had to create it. And I didn't know what that looked like for myself. So my breakdown moment at that time, I would, I felt very overweight because that was the heaviest I've ever been. I've always been super active and I got very down on myself. I got very negatively focused on my image. And all I wanted to do was look differently. I just wanted to lose weight. I just wanted to get rid of all of the excess fat on my body that just didn't make me feel good. So then that's when I decided to get into and I got introduced to bodybuilding. Now, this is where my second breakdown moment happened because here I am coming out of like, I want to feel better about myself by looking better. So that means I got into bodybuilding because I wanted to look better. So I was so fixated on looking a completely different way than what I look like right now. that I got literally lost in it all because I got out of the competitions and I hit my old time low. I felt like I could no longer seek happiness because everything that I did up to that point, which to put this in perspective into years here, we're talking from like 2013 all the way up to 2019. That's quite a chunk of time for me to be focusing on how I need to be looking. And, you know, so yeah, that, that breakdown moment really was when I realized the things that I was doing physically to my body, eating a certain way, training a certain way, sleep, I say sleeping a certain way because sleep you got to worry about and all the other Mm -hmm. kind of things that I was doing to my body. I can see it from a physical standpoint and I could see myself lose weight, gain weight and everywhere in between. So that was a very difficult moment for me because I felt like no matter what I did, even though it was to train to look a specific way, wasn't fulfilling enough for me. So I felt like I, I felt out of my body, like I couldn't be happy no matter what I did, right? Because that's, again, the intention I went into it, into bodybuilding in the first place was to look a better way. Here I am finally looking a better, different or different way, I should say, and I'm still not feeling fulfilled. Mm, so interesting. I think that that really explains a breakdown very uh, beautifully is like we have something that happens where where we feel so low and what in whatever aspect of our life and then we realize I don't feel fulfilled right and mm-hmm. and and it's that recognition of everything that I've been doing to get to a certain space isn't working or maybe it's it looks like it's working but ultimately it's I don't feel better. Right. I think we've talked about this on a podcast before that everything that we desire in life is truly because we desire to feel a certain way. So Mm -hmm. whether you desire money, whether you desire to lose weight, whether you desire to feel like be connected to the universe or manifest all your desires, whatever it is, is because you want to feel something. And so for you, that breakdown moment of recognizing, man, all this work that I'm putting in, it's actually not leading me to feeling fulfilled. Does that make sense? A hundred percent because I was so focused on filling my external world that I clearly had not even touched at all what's going on inside of me, which the conversation will obviously lead to that point here. But what I'm trying to get at is that the breakdown for me was so heavily focused on how I perceived myself from a physical standpoint, that it just made me do things and made me think things that 
looking back now, I don't want to say I regret. I'm very thankful that I I did and thought all the things that I did, but it helped me understand my journey and where I'm going and and saw it more of a journey than like a destination because I got there. Mm. So now what? Interesting. And I think it is really good. What you're saying is like, you're not regretting those moments and those thoughts because they are part of the journey that led you to where you are today. So you kind of like teased it in a moment um, and said like the conversation will guide us there. And and I want the conversation to guide us there right now. (laughs) You talked about how (laughs) it was, (laughs) it was very much this external you know, perception and you hadn't realized what was going on internally, which as you and I know, and maybe the listener knows as well, that is your, your personal development journey, right? That's the internal. So in having that breakdown moment in your fitness journey, when did you experience the breakthrough? Cause with every breakdown, there's a breakthrough. Mm-hmm. When was it that you experienced the breakthrough of realizing, Oh, my fitness journey is actually connected to my personal development journey. Oh man. <laughs> we we'll be prepared. Okay. This is, this is where all the fireworks start happening because as you said, a breakthrough happens a break after you break down. Well, my breakdown it it bled into me not feeling happy, but it also bled into the things that were going on personally in my life. Um, this is well before we started the podcast, but we have talked about it when I lost my cat. That was another part of everything. Everything started feeling like it wasn't falling into place. I was in a position where I had a full-time job being a head coach in a training facility, and I absolutely loved it. But again, it was starting to become detrimental to my health. And again, I was still focused on this external image. So Um, In the midst of all of that, there was also a move needing to be done. And that's when I decided I'm going to start an online business. So that way, because when I move, I can't bring my, the clientele that I was just helping with for the past year and a half in, in person at this facility, I can't bring them with me. But what can I bring is the internet. So that's when I started to really dive into how to create an online business, an online personal training business, whatever that looked like. And that right there is when, without me even realizing it, is when I started my personal development journey. So the breakthrough was happening as I was starting to learn how to integrate what I do in person online. And there were so many shifts that were taking place in in all of that time frame where I realized all the shifts that were happening were actually nothing to do with my external world. They were all to do with me, with how I felt. And as soon as I found that purpose, again, which was me starting my business, so I can also help, well, I didn't realize at the time, but so now I can help um, women specifically get to where they're trying to go by realizing it's not an end destination. It is the journey. So if we can learn how to fall in love with the process and the journey itself, we've realized it doesn't matter at what point we look like because we're always going to feel good internally. And again, I didn't know any of this until I became super consumed in my personal development journey, which was also me building my my online business. So that really was my breakthrough moment. It's interesting too that you say that because I look on my journey of starting my business as a spiritual mentor. And I would say that the same for me in when I started my journey as a spiritual mentor, really it came from a space of like wanting to help people. And as I began my business and I, you know, I was working with a mentor at the time, that's when I started to dive deeper into my personal development and my spiritual journey even deeper and, and went through a lot of learning and healing and growth, which I think 
maybe there's a connection there that if we're not already on our personal development and we're, we're starting a business or we're becoming a coach in some way, a coach, a mentor, a teacher, a guide, that's really when the universe kind of is like, okay, this is amazing. You're creating a beautiful space to help people. And at the same time, you need to help yourself, which is personal mm-hmm. development, right? So in that, in ha- in getting to that space in your business of being a fitness coach and taking it online and working with women and having your personal development now where you're working on yourself, you're working on your internal, you know, your mindset, the words you speak to yourself, you're working on your emotions, all of that, that comes with personal development. What are some of the main realizations that you've had that you think are important for yourself and for everyone, like the people that you coach and that you train with? Oh, wow. So, so many, but the first one that's really sticking out for me is my happiness. I thought for so long that, um, cause I, I was, I was in a long-term relationship, so I easily got lost in myself with the other individual. So I put their needs, their emotions always above my own again, without me realizing it until for the reflection. Um, but for me, the happiness, I always felt like I couldn't be happy until my significant other was happy or they could make me happy. When in reality, all I needed to do was to find purpose and intention for myself in order for me to see like, oh, I am happy. I just forget to tap into the happiness of it all. It's not like happiness comes from something. Happiness is always within. And then that's when I realized if if that part of of me is inside of me, then like what else is there inside of me, you know, that I can then showcase out to the world that I can portray from an internal reflection. And um, that, so, so my emotions for sure were a big one. And that's when I really found out I was an emotional authority. That's when I got into human design and I was like, okay, this makes so much sense. So yeah, emotions were were super big. And then there was one other thing, but can you just remind me of the question? Because I, I do forget. Yeah, just the main realizations that you had through this journey of tying fitness to personal development. And, and you think that these realizations are important. Okay. So yeah, so my emotions and really understanding what they meant and that they're mine and that I get to create them or I get to choose to keep them, but also with fitness specifically, it was that me training all these specific ways, all these different ways was never about looking a certain way. It was always about me feeling good. And that I think was like, boom, the the tipping on the iceberg, because I always thought that, you know, by me losing weight, I would look better slash feel better, right? But in reality, I got to that point. I went from such a heavy weight to such a lighter weight. Like we're talking 40, 50 pounds difference here. And I got to that point. But in reality, it was never about me looking that way or it was about me feeling good because I realized no matter how low the weight went, I noticed that, yes, a lot of my external world reflected, oh, you look so good. And then in reality, I'm like, I feel like shit. Why do you tell me that I look like... I look great when I feel like absolute garbage. So I realized that my personal training and like how I physically, you know, brought myself into a gym 
it had again, never anything to do with what I look like. It always had to do with how I felt. I just wanted to feel good. I wanted to feel strong. I wanted to feel powerful. I wanted to feel like, damn, no matter what, I got this. Like if a car would roll on me, no problem. I'm going to bench press this off. Okay. Probably not, but that's when like, you know, adrenaline <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> so yeah, like I just, I just wanted to feel good, but I also understood what my emotions meant. It never defined me. It just meant that I had emotions. So those were my two big like breakthrough moments um, that I've had personally for myself uh, when I started this online business. Yeah. And I think that that really shows that that is what has created you into the coach that you are today, because you're ultimately saying that it is about how you feel like your, your fitness journey and life in general is about how you feel and how you desire to feel. And like you said, happiness is within you. So if happiness is within you, what else is within you? Well, happiness is a feeling. So Mm -hmm. being able to combine, you know, the, the fitness journey that you're on and the physical work that you put into your body, whether that's what you're eating, how you're training, how you're sleeping, it is about desiring to feel a certain way. Well, through emotional intelligence, you know that you can guide yourself to feel a certain way at any moment. So you're really as an expert, and this is kind of a question, not just a statement, (laughs) but you're able to combine the both the two of them, the the fitness journey and how you're taking care of your body with the emotional wellness of, of how you're feeling on a regular basis. And it sounds like that's what really um, maybe sets you apart from just uh, an average fitness trainer. Oh, absolutely. I think when I made that realization for myself, that's what really helped me uncover my gift and my gift. Cause I always knew it, deep down inside, this was something I've always been saying to myself. Even when I first started my business, I never want a woman to go through what I had to go through. And I didn't know what that meant. I literally didn't know what that meant, but I just knew that I felt like shit because of the way that I looked when in reality, all I had to do was change how I perceived how I looked. And then all of a sudden I don't feel like shit. So it's not to say that fitness does it need to be in there? I think it's a huge reason of what helped me get to where I'm going because fitness was always a constant in my life. It was, I changed the way I perceived fitness in order to then help women to also realize, hey, it's not about me losing 10, 15 pounds. All I got to focus on is what do I need to do to feel good? And if that means mm. I need to create a baseline for myself, if that means I need to focus on what foods I'm eating, if that means I need to focus on how many hours of sleep I'm getting in a day, then that's where the focus then needs to lie. So that's how I've a hundred percent incorporated my personal journey into what I offer women is, is, is understanding the journey and why you're wanting to get to a certain point rather than needing and having to get to a certain point, which is usually for women, the weight loss goal. I would, I just need to lose Mm. 10 pounds. Yes. That makes so much sense. And it really, it really, Yeah, it teaches you self-love on the journey rather than, like you said earlier, getting to the destination to then love yourself, which if you're not already loving yourself, then you're not going to get to the end destination and love yourself exactly from your experience that you already shared. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely love this. And I love this concept of being able to tie the two together, like marry 
fitness journey and personal development. I think that that's so important. So I love this. There's so much more that we could dive into, and I'd love to ask you so many more questions. Uh, But at the same time, that's why we have your expert episodes once a month to dive deeper into these kinds of questions. So as we wrap up today's conversation, I just want to know if there's anything else that you want to share today. Well, (laughs) so much, (laughs) but how can you condense this super quick? I think in reality, just to kind of tie back in the expertise of it all through my own personal journey. So like living through not being a personal trainer, not being a fitness instructor, not being a nutrition advocate and and all those other things, all those titles that no, they don't make me who I am, but they are a part of who I am. My journey is the other piece to it all. So I think it's a very important reminder that if you are someone that's struggling in your fitness journey, your personal development journey. I think, again, just from personal experience and, of course, my um, my actual legitimate knowledge in this field is that it's important to find someone that has both qualities that you're trying to look for. So you you want someone that has the answers, but you also, also want someone that has the experience. Because if you have someone that just has the answers, it's going to be a, a lot harder to then relate to that individual to get the answers you're getting, you're, you're needing to get because they can't relate to your experience. So if you're finding or looking for somebody that has had a similar experience route as you, sometimes that's almost the best way to go rather than the the, the knowledge of that piece of paper just stating that, hey, this person can help me. So I think really what I'm trying to share is it's important to know who you're looking for when you're trying to get answers, whatever that, that looks like to you, because that experience part of it all is what shaped them into who they are, what makes them stronger and more solidified into why they even want to help people in that field. It'll just be so much more rewarding by getting the answers from that individual that also has that same life experience. Definitely, definitely. And and when someone has their own experiences, they're able to carry empathy a lot more, which makes yes. that connection so much stronger. So you're more able to trust your coach and the, the person that carries the expertise. And it's not about, like you said, it's not just about the answers because sometimes the answers don't actually resonate with your lifestyle. And so for you and in your own experiences, you can have empathy for your clients because it's like, I have the answer, but let's also look at your lifestyle and who you are as a person and what you, the challenge that you're currently facing. And let's kind of use this answer and maybe manipulate it in a way that works for you and your life. It's not just, here's the answer, go and run with it. It's let's, let's implement this and make sure it's actually working for you. I love that. The integration. I love it. Yes. So good. Well, I want to thank you so much, Ange, for kind of giving a background into your story and, and all the, the breakdowns that you moved through that led you to not only the work that you do and, and how you support women in their fitness journey, but also what led you to your personal development journey, which really allowed you to grow through your own experiences. And that gives you an edge in the fitness coach that you are and the way that you help women learn to love their bodies and love themselves. So thank you again for, for being here and for sharing that. And I look forward to diving in deeper on our next expert call with you. Yay. Oh, and I'm just as excited for 
the next expert call because uh little Bray told me here it's all about Sydney next week. Yeah. And I'm so excited to hear about your expertise. Yes, exactly. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be coming back next week talking all about grounding yourself and what that means Mm. as a spiritual practice. So I'm excited to share that. Stay tuned. If you really enjoyed listening to Angie's story and you connected with some of her breakdowns of coming away from the active lifestyle and not loving the body because of how much weight you've gained and trying to lose all the weight, but then still not reaching fulfillment. Like if that story resonated with you, then give us a five-star rating, um, leave a review if you feel called to, but definitely hit that five stars. So we know that it resonated with you and it connected with you as always, all of Angie's information is going to be in the description. So you can check her out if you want to connect with her and possibly work with her. But that's all that we have for you today. So we're going to send you guys with so much love and light, hoping that you enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll be chatting at you guys next week. Bye, everyone.